BetMGM is pitching baseball fans a chance to swing for the fences. Register using code CHAMPION200 and win $200 in free bets when you place a $10 money line wager on any Major League Baseball game and either team hits a home run, regardless of your bet's outcome. Enjoy baseball like never before with BetMGM's daily promotions at your fingertips all season long. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use code CHAMPION200 to win $200 when you bet $10 on an MLB game and either team hits a home run. Sign up today and find out why nothing beats a win at the King of Sportsbooks. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. In this episode, we speak with Dr. Sylvia Smith, Executive Director of Giant Steps, an organization providing individuals with autism spectrum disorders, therapeutic services focused on improving the quality of daily life from early childhood throughout adulthood. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks everyone for tuning into this episode. Today we have Dr. Sylvia Smith, who's the Executive Director of Giant Steps. Dr. Smith, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you. It's yes. good to be here. Awesome. And as you can see, we're on location, which we're really excited about. We haven't done this in a few weeks uh, because of a lot of reasons, um, but we're here. And per usual, as we get into it, give us an elevator pitch or an overview of what Giant Steps is. Well, Giant Steps is a, a school, this particular location for kids from kindergarten up to 22 years of age. Uh, we are a um, nonprofit, and so we work strictly with public schools. We don't, we're mm -hmm. not private, so you yep. couldn't come and register your child at the door. Public schools need to uh, refer their students, and that's, you know, who we work with. Yeah. However, we do have an adult program in Sugar Grove, which is for 22 plus, because once um, students age out at the age of 22, you know, all bets are off, and they're, you know, kind of, the parents and or caregivers are then the primary seekers of programs and taking care of them and that sort of thing. So, um, but we service uh, individuals with autism from early childhood through adulthood. Mm -hmm. So right now we have, and our adulthood, 37 is the top. Yeah. But as they continue to age, our program will morph into middle age and then old age. Um, to serve their needs and to give them purpose in their lives, not only there, but here. Yeah. Uh, we really strive to help these students and their families to have a quality of life that you and I want for yeah. our kids and our own families. All right. Well, thank you for that. So we, we don't do these types of organizations many, many times of interviews. This is actually our second one. So um, educate me and our audience about uh, what is autism? What is the spectrum? What is the experience of the people and the families that they go through? Well, autism, it's kind of, it's a spectrum and mm -hmm. kids that fall on the spectrum tend to have uh, different types of um, symptomologies and we have different um, issues will follow uh, a, a child with autism, for instance, they may also have ADHD, they may have diabetes, they may have orthopedic handicaps, but here at Giant Steps, we, uh, in order to be enrolled here, you have to have a primary diagnosis of autism. Mm -hmm. But because it is a spectrum, many people see autism from, and you might not remember, but Rain Man, they think Rain Man, well, there's a wide variance of that. I mean, we have yeah. 
uh, students that um, are very low functioning and nonverbal to kids that have 140 IQ that yeah. are um, really bright but have just a few, you know, they have issues socially, emotionally that uh, cause them to need a little bit more support. And so we see ourselves as a bridge to help yeah. families and their, their children to get a good footing in life. And our goal is to get them back into their public schools, their neighborhood schools. Yeah. And uh, sometimes they, we, you know, we, we do it often, but sometimes some of the kids can't. But a child with autism doesn't mean that they don't have cognitive processing. Yeah. Oftentimes they have above average and are very intuitive. So um, just helping them understand who they are and how they process information and helping them to understand their strengths yeah. and help them grow in that way is really what we try to do here because um, there are no limits, just like there are no limits for you or your children. Yeah. We don't want to put li limits on our kids. And we, we work with parents. Uh, they're a big part of what we do because I think parents are the heartbeat yeah. of uh, any child growing up and so but sometimes they're you know trying to find out how do I maneuver this new journey yeah. that you know has been given to me and so we we work with parents to give them tools and strategies to help them interface with the uh, community around them yeah and I'm really curious about those tools and, and the resources you provide. But before we get into Giant Steps, you've been on the board for over 20 years. You've been the executive director for five and a half years. 20 years ago, what inspired you to want to be on the board? What inspired you to want to be on the, an executive director? Well, uh, 20 years ago, I was working in the corporate world uh, with uh, McGill Digital Solutions, which is very different from what this is. But my undergrad is in special ed, and I've always had yep. a special place in my heart for individuals who um, are challenged a little bit more than the average bear. And I say whatever normal is, I mean, because people, normal can be different to different people. Yeah. So just giving people a, um, and students a real start and a purpose in their lives, I've always enjoyed that. Yeah. Um, uh, almost six years ago, uh, the board asked me to take over as executive director to kind of move the organization forward. Yeah. And so I was honored to be asked and um, thought I'd only be here a year or two. And here I am <laughs> yeah. going on my sixth year. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But we've done a lot of things here going. You know, we've really uh, drilled down on the academics. We have an, a high school diploma track now as well as a completion uh, a certificate. We've got a STEAM lab, uh, a fully equipped STEAM lab with uh, a a certified teacher, et cetera. Yeah. I mean, it's a big part of our, our students' um, learning. And we just opened up our vocational and life skills center that um, we're excited to now really, we used to have, we've always had vocational training, but it was kind of what I called out of a large closet. <laughs> and so now we have a full classroom and uh, resources that will help our students to learn how to be part of a community and help our parents help them yeah. to get them out because you ask challenges. Some of our parents have been asked in public to leave because their child may have had a meltdown and yeah. people don't understand. And many of our kids, if you look at them, don't 
have a physical abnormality, so they're misunderstood. And so some of our parents feel um, like it's they can't go out into society because their child might have a meltdown, mm. and um, they shouldn't feel that way. Yeah. And so what we do is try to give them tools to help them and even help others to understand what it means to deal with an individual who's having a difficult time. I mean, uh, isn't that what we want for all of our kids? Yeah, absolutely. So 20 years ago, what did this facility look like? If it was it here, uh, we and here. How, how has it grown over the past well, couple of decades? We started, uh, you know, uh, a mom who couldn't get the services, Deborah yeah. Nauman, uh, for her son is just, she's the most tenacious person you'll ever want to meet, one of my very closest friends. She um, she just worked hard with the legislators so she got uh, the approval to start. And we started in um, a little bitty, the first time I saw it, I called, it was, looked like a 7-Eleven <laughs> that was converted into a school. We just had yeah. just, we called them the Dirty Dozen. And uh, then we moved it to, uh, out to uh, Burr Ridge, yeah. and we went up to about 60 students at that point in time. Wow. And we here about 12, 15 years ago, we purchased this facility. And when we first started, I thought, oh, well, never, look at all this space, because we had only 60 kids. Yeah. In a short three years, we were already up to 150, and now we're over 160, and Jeez. we're pretty much maxed out. Yeah. And there's just such a need for quality programming. And having taught in the public school and special ed classroom, I realized that the public schools, even as good as they are and as hard as they try, they can't do what we can do here. Yeah. I mean, I really tell people, I work in the Disneyland for special needs because yeah. I see dreams come true. We are, as our values, we are student and participant centered. Everything we do revolves around the child and we don't have to um, be concerned with all of the other things that public schools have to deal with. We just try to center in on that child, what that child needs and what that family needs and help them move uh, forward with as much success as they possibly can. Yeah. And now, how big is this facility again? You said we're a little over seventy-two thousand square feet. Jeez. And so it's wow. kind of deceiving from the outside. Yeah, yeah. But you better bring breadcrumbs because you'll get lost. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We were at, when we were moving all of our gear around. It was like this place is huge. It um, is. Yeah, it's very so big. Resources. How have they changed over the past couple of decades? What are the programs that you're doing with the students and participants? Well, obviously, when we first started, we had just the the twelve kids, so we didn't yeah. have the extensive. OT, occupational therapy, speech pathology, music therapy. Wow. We now have equine therapy. What is that? That's uh, uh, horse riding. Equine yeah, yeah, therapy. We yeah, have yeah, it out yeah. at Rich Harvest Farms. Wow. And um, we've got the specialization that we have for learning here to help our kids learn the best that they have. We have an amazing curriculum team yeah. that helps to helps our and supports our teachers to help focus in on what is it that this child needs how can we help them uh, academically learn but then we have a, a huge behavioral department of BCBAs that help with behavior because a, a big part of the challenge for our kids are behavior yep. so how do they learn to uh, self-regulate and be able to 
um, come back into the moment if they do have a meltdown? Or how do the parents help their child do that? Yeah. So we are a full service organization now that, and then of course, vocational training, you know, we uh, really are geared to try to help our guys understand, our kids understand what they need to do, everything from the task, but also the social emotional components that go yeah. into being part of a workforce. Yep. Yeah. You know, social etiquette in the office. I mean, you don't just talk out loud, but, you know, you ask. You ask questions. You ask for help. You know, there are a lot of these little social norms that most people kind of pick up. Our guys might not at first, you know, be as willing to do that. So we try to give them the confidence to uh, step up and advocate for themselves. All right. That's so exciting. The work that you guys are doing here is amazing. Um, so... Currently, these programs that you're doing, do you have like a roadmap of what's coming next? Do you have like a five-year plan that you could divulge without kind of sharing too much? Well, we are physically, we're pretty much topped out. There are yeah. a lot of things that I would love to have an art therapy <laughs> area, but you know, and I have an idea where I want to put it. Um, uh, but just maintaining the quality of what we've got now is huge mm. and being able to retain our really strong, you know, act, you know, staff that we have. I'm telling you, the, the staff that we have are, yeah. and one of our donors calls them angels. Yeah. They truly are because they, it's not an easy job from our program assistants all the way to, you know, our, the leadership team. Yeah. They really care. And when they care, they'll do whatever it takes. Yeah to help this child grow and learn to the best of their abilities. So when you ask me a five-year plan, <laughs> our five-year plan is to just keep getting better. Yeah. How can we hone our skills to the point where we can identify yeah. the strengths for these guys and or even the challenges that they have and give them tools to work through those challenges. But, um, you know, it would be nice if we had yeah. another building, but yeah. that's probably not going to happen in five years. But we are <laughs> we are building a, a facility out in Sugar Grove for adults. OK, because yep. our adult program in Sugar Grove currently has um, will be topped out this fall. Yep. And there's such a huge need for adult programming. And thanks to Mr. Jerry Rich of Rich Harvest Farms, mm. he has given us 20 acres to build wow. uh, a a building, a 27,000 square foot building on property. And we just started the capital campaign in earnest this summer. So we're hoping in two years. So if anybody wants to join in, yeah, we're happy to help because we, we would really love to have a junior board that uh, helps us and grows us and kind of brings that energy yeah. into it. We have a, an amazing board, but everybody working together and leaning in the same direction will only help get our guys more services. Yeah. Yeah, and I want to get into shameless plugs for sure. Uh, before we do that, what are some stories? You, you said that you work at pretty much like the Disneyland of, mm -hmm. of the industry. What are some positive stories that, that you could share with us? Well, uh, about five years ago when I first started here, uh, we had a young man that was uh, about uh, 13, 14, very bright. The first yeah. time I met him, I knew that he was really super bright. And I told his mom the first time he met him, I said, I think I met, just met the next Steve Jobs. Yeah. Very bright. But he had a lot of challenges, social, emotionally, and he had difficulties um, self-regulating in a anxiety and this type of thing. Well, our 
team worked with this young man for about three years mm. and, and his family worked very hard with him and everybody together. And he went back into his uh, public school about two years ago. The, from the summer he went back, his first two classes were Mandarin and Advanced Algebra. Jeez. He, brilliant, you know, uh, but now he knows who he is mm. and doesn't mean he's not unique to who he is and has his, you know, uh, not so good moments. But he just, he's, he just graduated from high school and uh, received a four-year uh, scholarship to a um, Knox College, I believe it is here in, in Illinois. I mean, yeah. we were truly that bridge for this child. Had he not been able to come to Giant Steps and with our amazing staff to work with him, to help him and his family to recognize all that he has to offer society, he very well may have just not. Yeah. And but he he's going to be fine. Yeah. Then we have another young man who the first time I met him was the very first day I showed up here and I came into my office and I was going to sit in my desk and I looked down there underneath the desk there was this little guy sitting there and yeah. he goes he goes who are you and I said well I said I'm Dr. Smith and I said who are you and he told me well what his name was and then he goes on to tell me well just fire him and fire her and do. <laughs> and this little guy was just so paranoid and just, yeah. I told I told his mom, I said, he needs to be a stand-up comic. He can deliver lines like nobody I know. Yeah. But uh. he really went from having difficulty interacting with people. And he too is back in the public school yeah. and is doing really well. And those are the kinds of things that we can do. And I could give you a, a couple, you know, yeah. several others that, you know, um, People may not have given them the credit that they have, even those that are that are unable to speak. You know, with the augmented technologies that we have today, we've learned that even though they can't speak like you and I, their brains are going yeah. constantly, but they don't have a way to share it with us. But now with technology and uh, you know, the iPads and such like that. It's just amazing to see these students to really come into their own and yeah. understand who they are and communicate. Yep. It's it's just fascinating and amazing. Wow. Well, I I promised myself that we'd talk about what we're actually sitting in front of. So are there any aspects of your values that you wanted to, to touch on here from, from this from Well, this first graphic? of all, we're a growth mindset organization. Mm -hmm. That means that... There, I, in fact, on my uh, whiteboard in my office, I, there's always a path to yes. Yeah. I mean, it might look a little different than you thought it did <laughs> at the beginning, yeah, but if yeah. you just are, you know, willing to try, you can always figure something out. So we definitely are a growth mindset. But these values are values that we think are key to really creating a functional organization that rolls down all the way to our students, but our staff. You know, we want them to understand that we know and we think it's important that they're self-aware and that we empower them to do what they do best mm -hmm. in the classroom and in the therapy sessions. And that resilience, we understand that not every day is the best day and that just hanging in there and tomorrow's another day. Yeah. But we're all ultimately accountable for what we do. Yeah. And we can't do it by ourselves. We, there has to be a team and we've got an amazing team here. But collaboration is key. Yeah. So these 
values are not only up, you know, a mural on the wall, but we have them integrated even into our, our performance appraisal process that we do. Yeah. So they build goals around these because my goal is that we don't have to ask if you're resilient. We can tell by what you do. Yeah. We don't have to ask if you feel empowered because you're willing to do it. Mm. And so these are things that we internalize them as an organization, then we can only get better. Yeah. And if we're better as adults and our staff, our kids can only benefit from that. Yeah. So shameless plugs. You mentioned that there's an event coming up and, and depending on when this airs, um, will depend on if we could get it out before that actual event. But what, what do you have coming up? What should people keep a lookout for? Well, our next, um, because we are a not-for-profit, mm -hmm. you know, uh, we have to fundraise. That's just yeah. part of our lives. And so our next fundraise, which is a cool fundraiser, it's a walk out at Rich Harvest Farms Golf Course, which is a beautiful golf course. And it is in Sugar Grove. Yeah. And Jerry helps us with that, uh, Jerry, Mr. Jerry Rich. But everybody, you know, you can walk or you can run. But that's happening on Saturday, October 9th mm -hmm. in Rich Harvest Farms. And you can come to our website, which is www.mygiantsteps.com. Org, find out more information. You can register a team. Yeah. You know, if there's you know people out there that just want to walk for autism, yeah. then this is the time. And come on out. But we're going to have a virtual walk as well as an in-person. Right. Hoping that the in-person will go. You know, this year we just had a virtual walk last year. Yeah, yeah. But people should know that all the money that we raise, I mean, over ninety percent goes directly to our kids. Yep. And helping them. Um, from everything from community activities to the technology that we use to the resources that, the, that we give them uh, and the vocational opportunities. It's all focused on helping our students and young adults. Yeah, awesome. Um, what type of engagement do you usually look for from people? Volunteers, of course, donations, people giving their resources, making connections? We have, um, Julie Zajac is our volunteer coordinator mm -hmm. and so uh, we have, we, we laminate the world here. <laughs> so we have a lot, we have several volunteers that come in during the week that help us laminate. Yeah. And then we have, uh, like at our walk, we work with, for instance, Wabonzi Junior College, our college, not junior, um, who come in and help us set up yeah. and then take down. And then we, like this, uh, two weeks ago, we had a mini Cooper challenge here on the premises. So helping us organize and putting things out uh, in place and then cleaning it up is very helpful. But just about anything you can think of, we can probably use you know, the volunteers yeah. for, but we have to be careful because in the building, we have to have, you know, of course, all they have to pass you know, certain regulations to be able to come in. But right. on events, um, we, you know, everybody just shows up and helps, but they have to go through Julie. And, uh, but we'd love to start a junior board. Yeah, yeah. And um, there are so many young adults, especially in downtown Chicago that are working, that are looking for how can they help? What yeah. can they do? And they don't know who or where to go. Just give us a call. If you've yeah. got a group, of, I mean, it can be a small group to a larger group. We would love to work with you, you know, to help you help us and um, work together to move forward. Yeah. 
That's amazing. Uh, MyGiantSteps.org for, for folks. Uh, lastly, is there anything you want to leave us with, our listeners, uh, people that are probably going to get engaged here after this? Well, autism is not, a, you know, it, it's, people say, oh, no, I have autism. There's so much hope in autism. Yeah. You know, yeah. they, they can learn, they can grow, they can do things that people often don't give them the ability to do. We open that path for them. Yeah. And so don't be afraid of individuals with autism. Embrace them. I mean, in fact, today, like in uh, Hollywood, the uh, digital um, uh, businesses that create cartoons and all of that sort of thing are looking for individuals on the spectrum that have the ability. They, in fact, they call it the autism style of learning because they can focus for a long time and they are so precise yeah. and they're able to work um, at a higher pace than a lot of, like you and I, yeah. you know, we get bored. <laughs> and so, yes. uh, but there's so much they can do, so much they can do. We just need to give them a helping hand. All right. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Smith, for your time. We really appreciate you having us come out here. Uh, we'll be sure to share all of this and, and tag all of your social media outlets and, and drive Perfect. engagement. All right. Well, and if anybody would like to come visit yeah. uh, a tour, you know, just give us a call and we can set something up for you. Come out and see our little world of giant steps. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Thank and thanks you. everyone for tuning into this episode. Thanks for tuning into this episode. If you know of a great organization or individual leaving a positive impact, we'd love to tell their story. Check us out and contact us at gtzp.org. Don't forget, for more stories like this, you could also follow us on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube. Instagram followers are link trees in the bio. And for podcast listeners, we are on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Thanks for listening and see you again soon. For confidence in your financial plan, look for a CFP professional. When your financial advisor earns the CFP certification, it means he or she is trained to provide ethical financial planning across a holistic range of topics, from retirement and investing to taxes and estate planning, all in your best interest. So with a CFP professional, you'll feel confident in your financial plan today and tomorrow. Three letters do make a difference. Visit letsmakeaplan.org to find your CFP professional.